Before we get going with today's podcast, I just want to jump on here for a second and personally invite you to a one-off brand new masterclass that I am hosting on Thursday the 16th of May. How to scale your online business to six figures and beyond. So if you are a course creator, a membership owner or a coach, then this is for you. I'm sharing with you my most effective strategies to become the go-to person in your industry and grow your online business. I will cover how to build your audience, how to craft an irresistible offer and how to master your launch strategy so that you will know the most effective way to grow your audience and build your email list fast, know how to craft an offer that your audience will love and create a launch that fits with you and enables you to sell with ease. And why should you come and listen to me? Well, I started doing this almost 10 years ago and the very first client I worked with back in 2016 I helped him launch his very first membership he had a done for you product and a one-to-one product and we created a membership in his first launch he got a hundred and thirty members bringing him in about sixty thousand in income every year now He has built a suite of online products that is bringing him in way over six figures every single year. This is going to be an awesome masterclass. You're going to get so much good stuff to take away with you to be able to use in your business. So to grab your free place, go to TeresaHeathWearing.com forward slash masterclass and I will see you there. You are listening to the Marketing That Converts podcast, episode 198. You are listening to the Marketing That Converts podcast, and I'm your host, Teresa Heathwaring. If you're a marketer, business owner, or entrepreneur that is frustrated and overwhelmed with all the constant changes in digital marketing and social media, then you, my friend, are in the right place. Each week, I share with you easy, insightful, and actionable steps that you can use to grow your business. So let's get started. Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the podcast. How are you doing this week? So where are we? We are in July. Oh my goodness, this year is going so fast. We are into quarter three, into the second half of the year. And it's always a good time for me to kind of look at where I am, what I'm doing, how it's going, giving everything a review. So I'm wondering whether you guys have done that too and whether you think about that. But also I'm super aware that lots of my audience are parents and summer holidays is just around the corner. In fact, my daughter breaks up this week. So right at the beginning of July, she gets about, oh, I don't know, between 10 and eight weeks off for summer, which honestly, as a working parent, is hard work. So actually, completely unintentionally, that really leads into what we're talking about today. Today's a solo episode, and I want to address some stuff, right? And I'm not sure that I have planned this well enough. And this is going to be all over the shop. It's literally going to be me just talking about this subject. So I really hope it makes sense and it helps because like I said, I'm not entirely sure I've planned it out as well as I should have done. So I'm really inspired to talk about your season of life, your business life, and how that impacts on the work you do and how you manage that. Now, this came up, and I'll be very honest and and obviously not divulge where the conversation happened, but this came up because of a conversation that happened in a Facebook group. Now, I don't know whether I've ever said before, but I'm a little bit rubbish in Facebook groups. I 
I don't know. I just get a bit overwhelmed, which is funny. So, and I miss things and I'm not very good at, like some people are amazing at always replying, always being in the conversation. That is not me. And a lot of the groups I'm in, you probably don't hear a peep from me, if I'm honest, because I just really struggle for whatever reason. However, the other day I was in a group and the owner of that group had put up a a comment or a post about basically saying, you're not busy. You think you are, but you're not busy. And it went on to say that you, it's a mindset thing and you don't have the wisdom to know what to work on. And I have to say that really like triggered me because I thought that person who posted has a very different of season of life to me. And the term season of life is basically talking about, you know, where are you in your life? You know, are you a young person who is just starting out and, or, you know, you've got a business, but you don't have a family, you don't have responsibilities, you don't have, you know, you might have a mortgage, you might not have a mortgage. Are you a parent who has children and school runs and meals to cook? Are you a grandparent who has children to look after? You know, are you uh, coming into the empty nester phase where your children moved out and now you can devote more time to you and your business? So that's what I mean by season of life. So this comment was put by someone who has a very different season of life to me. Uh, they are single. Uh, uh, actually, I don't know if they're single, but they they don't have children or family or responsibilities as far as I'm aware. And I and like I said, I just find the comment a little bit jarring, a little bit like, hang on a minute here. And I replied, which I don't normally do, but I felt like there are lots of people out there that might read that and think, I'm just rubbish. They might think, well, I'm just awful because I am busy. And obviously now I've just been told it's a mindset and I don't have the wisdom. So I... In my post, I kind of listed out some of my responsibilities as a mum, a stepmom, a dog mum, a wife to a husband that works away, someone who has the responsibility of managing a house, planning and cooking every single meal that we eat. And I even put in the post something like, and that might sound easy, but it really isn't. Because um, you're trying to cater for, you know, allergies and tastes. And so, so I put this back and I sort of said, you know, I also help care for my dad because since my mum passed away, we support him and my brother with special needs. And basically I said, I am busy. Like, and I didn't say, and this isn't a mindset and it isn't wisdom. I just wanted to point out that someone in a different season of life to you has a different take on these things. And I spurred off a bit of a conversation. And I have to say lots of people agreed with me, which was lovely. And that wasn't the reason I did it. I did it because I just thought, hang on a minute, like you can't use such a sweeping statement and a sweeping brush. So I really wanted to address this because, and this isn't about battering the person that did it, not at all. You know, they gave a perspective and some people find that really helpful. This is about just talking to you about the fact of recognising that we have seasons of lives and we have other things going on in our world other than just our business. And sometimes the shaming of you're not working hard enough, you haven't got the right mindset and you're not hustling enough is really, really destructive. Like, and demoralizing and any other word I can think of beginning with D, but you know what I mean? Like it's it's bad. Like people shouldn't be made to feel like they're doing really badly because someone doesn't understand what they go through or what they're doing. 
And this comes off of some other stuff that's happened recently. And I'm sure I talked about it on the podcast about someone quite big that said some really jarring stuff and it didn't go very, down very well on, on social media. And they got, you know, they got into trouble about it because they basically said no one would work as hard as them. No one gets up at 4am. No one does this, you know, and that's why they're super wealthy and super successful. And again, like that is a real lack of understanding someone else's situation. And And I think both of these situations have really kind of opened me up to who do I work with? Who do I support? How do I want to come across? How do I want to be? So that's why all of this is coming to this, you know, podcast episode today, because I wanted to talk about the fact of it's all right. Okay. Now, don't get me wrong. I want a super successful business. I want you to have a super successful business, but I don't necessarily want you to have at the risk of not having a life, neglecting your children and not eating meals because you haven't had time to plan and cook. And forget about the physicalness, the fact that you're going to beat yourself around your head on a probably hourly, minutely basis about what a terrible job you're doing. Because someone has told you that because you don't get up at 4am or because you say you're busy, that basically that's your fault and your problem. And actually the problem isn't you. The problem is them for not understanding that people have different lives, different situations, different scenarios, and different priorities. And I am a believer that you can have a business that you love. You can have a business that makes you money. You can have a business that creates a life that you want and still have those other things, still manage the family, still do the other things, still have a life. Like, if you follow me on Instagram, you know I've gone crazy on the gardening front. Like, I don't know what's happened to me. Yesterday we installed a water butt. Like, (laughs) these are words coming out of my mouth that I didn't even think that I would ever be saying. And I'm really enjoying the garden, and I'm really enjoying that kind of slow-paced life when I'm out there doing little jobs and whatever, and and I want to enjoy that, but I want a really successful business. And I think that is possible. I just think we have to find our way of doing it. So that's what I want to talk about. I want to talk about some of the things that I do or I think we can look at if you are in different seasons of lives. So if you've got busy families, busy lives, people you're looking after, various things. And maybe you haven't, and that's fine. That's, you know, great. But maybe you want to have a hobby or enjoy time off. So I think I just wanted to kind of address this and talk about maybe some of the stuff that I do and how I try and set some boundaries and some manage my time and that sort of thing. So I have a morning routine. I've talked about this many times before on the podcast. I don't need to go into it again. My morning routine used to start at like 4.30, 5am because it suited me. Now, that doesn't suit me. For whatever reason, I do not manage to get up and do it at that time. And that's okay. So the morning routine has changed a bit, as in, like I said, it just starts a bit later and finishes a bit later. I then manage my day and plan my day. And I'm trying to plan it so that I finish on time. Now, as you know, I have my daughter every other week. So I literally have her school run plugged into my diary. Like there is a there is a notification saying do the school run, you know, to make sure I'm doing things like that. I'm trying to meal plan and decide what we're having a week in advance so that I can 
do an online shop and so that I can get it in. And then sometimes on a Sunday I prep, but sometimes I don't want to prep on a Sunday because sometimes I want to sit and have a glass of red wine and do nothing on a Sunday. And that's all right too. So, and I hope this is helpful. It might, maybe, maybe not. You might be thinking you're teaching me to suck eggs, Teresa. But, and even if I am, I still think that's fine in the sense of I'm confirming to you this is okay and not to be uh, not persuaded, what's the word, not to be influenced by other people saying you're not working hard enough or you haven't got the wisdom to understand it. So for me, what I try and do, I, and in fact, I'm doing this activity at the moment and it's really interesting. Every so often, and I've encouraged some members to do this too, every so often I time track my entire day and I write down what I'm doing all day, every day, just for maybe five days, maybe not the weekend, just to see what am I actually doing with my time? Because our time is so incredibly valuable. We can't make more of it. We can make more money. We can't make more time. So am I using that time to the fullest of effect? Now, what that looks like to you could and would be entirely different that it looks to me or someone else. So someone else might say, if you're not getting up at four and doing a morning routine and then getting straight into work, there's a problem. You know, someone might say that, you know, if you're not spending two hours making breakfast for your family, there's a problem. It's not about that. It's about what's working for you and what do you want to do. And by doing this exercise, it's just making you aware. That's the only thing. So for instance, this morning I got up, spent the first 15 minutes like messing on my phone, you know, then I meditated. Then I was chatting to my husband for 30 minutes. Then I got ready, got to my desk. And then I was like searching some things that I maybe didn't need to be searching. So I actually ended up doing that for like over half an hour, which was really surprising. Then I started my emails. Then I had a problem I had to fix. Then my emails. Then I went on Instagram for a few minutes. Then I planned my day. And then I planned to start recording this episode at 10 o'clock. And then I saw something on my computer that said, you're almost out of iCloud storage. And I was thinking, why is that? So then without even knowing, I spent 30 minutes tidying up my computer, like down a rabbit hole that maybe I didn't need to do at that point. And then I started this 30 minutes late. So I'm now recording this and I'm tracking my time. But like the other day, and the reason I wanted to do this again was I was in bed and I realised, oh, we had to rush to go somewhere. Where are we going? I can't even remember. It doesn't matter. But I remember thinking, oh my goodness, you know, I can't believe I've been up since eight or seven on a, it's on a Sunday. And now we are literally running out the door half done because I didn't get organized soon enough. And I sat there thinking, what have I been doing? And I literally just looked at Instagram for about 45 minutes to an hour. Now, sometimes that's all right, but sometimes it's not. So I think just planning out your day and looking at where you're actually spending your time is a really, really good thing. Then from that, one of the things that I aim to do is look at where I'm spending my time and do I have to be doing this? Now, Michael Hyatt has something called uh, Delegate Delete or... Oh, what's the other thing? I can't remember. Delegate Delete. Actually, my planet is just underneath. Oh, Defer. That's it. Delegate Delete or Defer. So can you put it off? Can you just delegate it to someone else? Can you delete it and just go, actually, that really isn't worth my time? So that's really good to look at. So once I've gone through my plan and looked at what I do in the day, is there any of those things that I shouldn't be doing? And you know, the truth is, and I had this conversation just yesterday, there is so much on that list we shouldn't be doing. If you're in your business and even sometimes in your home life, although you may or may not, you know, be on board with this, 
if you're doing a repetitive task that you could literally write a process for because it's the same every time you do it, you don't need to do it. Like, let me just let that sink in a little bit. If you're doing a task over and over and it's repetitive and it's the same thing every time, you don't need to be doing it. Someone else could easily be doing that task for you because it's repetitive, because it's a process. And this is where I have to look at what I'm doing. Like I've just gone through all the Zoom things because they were taking up the iCloud storage, moving them into other folders where they belong. And I don't need to be doing that. That didn't need to be me. I've even got to the point of thinking about meal planning and meal prep and thinking, why do I have to do that? Does that really have to be me? And I know some of you listening to this might be like, what? You know, that's how extravagant is that to think about? But that doesn't have to be someone I pay. That could be, is there someone else in the family that actually could do that job, but they just don't do it because you do it? Could that be like, you know, I have a dog walker that comes and walks my dogs because I don't need to do that. And basically, if I was responsible, it wouldn't happen because I'd end up being too busy and I'm done, you know, and then the dogs don't get walked and then they get annoyed. So I have someone coming to walk the dog. And I just want to address just quickly, like the fear of bringing on people to help you and the cost of it. I know that this is a trigger for a lot of people. And I know you might be sat here listening to me going, well, it's all right for you, Teresa. You know, your business might be making whatever, whatever. But that's not the case. Like the case is I got people before I thought I could afford to get them because I knew that while I was busy doing all this other stuff, I wasn't moving forward, doing the things that I wanted to do. So I constantly have this saying, and it's from a book, which I've actually never read, so I probably should read the book, but it's from the British rowing team, I think. And it's called, does it, it's called, does it make the boat go faster? I think. And that's the question I ask myself all the time when I'm faffing around doing something in Canva or filing away Zoom, old Zoom recordings, is this making the, the boat go faster? And when I say, is it making the boat go faster? I mean, is it, driving me closer to my goal? Is it getting me closer to my business objectives or my personal goals or the things I really want in life, like free time or more money or a bigger garden and a massive greenhouse? (laughs) Is, Is that task, that time, driving me more towards that? And no, that's the short answer. It wasn't. Yeah, I had to do it. It had to be done. It needs tidying up so I don't have to buy more storage. But I could have, you know, should I have just spent two minutes buying more storage than spend 30 minutes filing some things? Or should I have spent two minutes messaging one of the teens saying, could you go into this and move these things into the right, you know, places that they should go in and probably spend five minutes explaining myself, but then don't have to spend 30 minutes doing it. So, so yeah, two things. If you're doing it more than once and it's a process, you don't really have to do it. And asking yourself, does it make the boat go faster? Is it getting you closer to where you want to be? It's really, really important. So for instance, when I think about my goals, I have a lot of business goals and I have some personal goals in terms of like, you know, relaxing and enjoying myself and, you know, would bringing in someone to help meal plan and prep meals or buying in a meal prepped service. So this week, actually, and I've talked about it before on the podcast, 
I've bought in detox kitchen and it's like salad. So basically I've got a lunch every day this week made in the fridge ready because I paid more than obviously I would if I'd bought the ingredients and done it myself. But the point was I didn't have to do it myself. I didn't need to think about, oh, what should we have for lunches? I literally went on and went, we'll have that, 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 that done. So are there things and changes and, and whatever you can make in your life in order to help free your time to give you that headspace, to give you that time off so that you don't feel like you're being shamed if you're not hustling every 30 seconds and that you don't have to do? I um, There's a couple of people that I'm absolutely loving right now. Rachel Rogers is one of them. I'm in her membership called Hello7. She's got a book called We Should All Be Millionaires and it's so good. Like, so good. And she's giving me a lot to think about. And in it, she talks about the fact of one of the very first jobs you should outsource. And I know some of you are going to be like, what? Um, But one of the very first jobs you should outsource is jobs around the home, is the laundry, the cooking, the cleaning, the dog walking, the, the things that like we really don't have to do. And she talked about the fact that basically her husband was working part time in her business and looking after the kids. She was working full time and they would sit down every night at 6 p.m. and they'd go, what's for dinner? And like, I'm hoping you're nodding your head listening to this because this is what I do pretty much most nights if I'm not meal planning or have been organized. And then ensues a whole conversation, a whole nagginess between the two of us about what we're going to have and who's going to make it and what have we got in the cupboards. Yesterday, my husband uh, wasn't very happy with me because the thing I'd planned to cook, we didn't have any coconut milk because it was like a Thai curry. So we had to go to three shops to get coconut milk the day that I'm planning to cook this thing. Like it's just a nightmare. It takes up way too much energy in our, in our life. And so Rachel said that she bought on a chef, right? And like the thought of that, I don't know about you, but the thought of that is like, say what? Like a chef how rich must you be to have a chef? And she talked about it and I started listening to it and I was like, do you know what? This is like, I think there's something in our heads that basically says that's the most extravagant thing in the world. But when I sat down and worked it out and thought about it and worked out how many hours I might possibly need of someone to come meal plan and then prep food for the week. Like, so just imagine and I'm, I'm assuming most of you listening to this have got families and, and things that, from what I can gather from the people who talk to me who listen to the podcast. But let's just imagine, right, if someone did like some salads or soups for lunch, they could knock them out in, I don't know, a bit of chopping, a bit of soup, bit of whatever, about an hour. If they then planned two big dishes that then did leftovers the next days, because I don't mind having leftovers, like we did that Thai curry last night and I'm having it again for dinner tonight. That is no problem in my world. I just love the fact I don't have to cook again. So if they cooked two good meals that then could be used for leftovers as well, like how how many hours would that actually take? And the truth is, if I was to do that, it would probably take me three, four hours. The headspace of like thinking what to buy, then organising to buy it, that sort of thing, another couple of hours. But imagine like getting to the beginning of the week and everything being done for you. Like, And then I think about how much you'd pay someone an hour to do that. And it it depends. I don't know like where you're listening to this, but I think I can bring someone in about £15 an hour to do that for me. Obviously, I'm not, funnily enough, the person I am talking to is a qualified chef, but they don't do it anymore. But I'm not planning on bringing in a Michelin-starred chef. I'm planning on bringing in someone who can cook. And 
Like that is not an obscene amount of money. Don't get me wrong. That seems like an extravagant thing to do. And I'm, you know, I'm having to fight with it myself with the honest. And I spoke to my husband about it and I thought he was going to be like, are you kidding me? But he wasn't because he hates doing the cooking and I'm celiac. I'm difficult. There are various things that I can't have or shouldn't have. And, you know, we're trying to be a bit more plant-based and that's a bit tricky. But yeah, like, seriously, is that not worth it? And also, do you know the other thing that's really interesting? And I want you to, I don't know how I got digressed onto this bit, but anyway, we're going with it. The other thing I want you to look at, right, is the things I'm really bad at in my business are delegating, so the time thing and money. Like, I don't pay enough attention to the money side of it. And I'm really working on that. And hopefully when I get it sorted, I can give you a podcast episode about how to be the proper CEO of your business and manage your money. But I am definitely not qualified at this point. But I was I was thinking about it and I was thinking about how much that would come to. So like, where's my calculator? Let me try not to hit my mic as I grab my calculator. So if I paid someone 15 pounds an hour and I wanted six hours a week, okay. And then I times that by 52 weeks in a year and I divided by that 12, that's 390 pounds, right? Now I know that doesn't include your food shopping, but I pay more on that on takeaways, I think, or like convenience stuff. Like those meals I just bought for this week alone for the lunches are 40 something pounds for like six lunches. So honestly, I think sometimes in our head, it sounds crazy extravagant to have an assistant or a cleaner or a someone to cook some food for you. But honestly, like when you work it down to how much it that actually is, is it really that extravagant? And also, if you get someone to do that, what does that give you time to do? So for me, the meal thing is about my free time. It's about the fact of I finish work, we do the school run, I come back, I cook meals, we sit down and eat, I clean up from the meals, it's eight o'clock, we sit outside for 10 minutes, and then we go up to bed at about nine o'clock. I don't get an evening. And and I don't want to do that anymore. So for me, it's about having some free time. But my team are about making me more productive so I can do more revenue generating tasks than doing tasks like filing away stuff on iCloud because it's taken up too much storage. Does all this, are you sat, you could be sat there thinking, oh my God, Teresa, who the hell do you think you are? And that's my imposter syndrome kicking in. But honestly, like, why not think about this? Why not do a plan about how you manage your time just so that you're aware. Like I said, I am certainly not sat here saying you're not busy. It's a mindset thing, not in a million years, but are you doing the right activities for the right things for the right length of time? Can you tweak, change, improve anything? Is there a possibility of bringing on a team member or someone who can support you? Or can you delegate it to a family member, delegate it to a child in the house and give them a bit of pocket money. Like, honestly, I think the more we can free up our time, the more we can have less on our plate and in our headspace, the more we can focus on the things that we want to. And like I said, for some of us, that might be business. For some of us, that might be family. That might be free time. It might be whatever it is. But like I said, this has been a bit of a like random one. I hope this has helped. I'd really love to hear what you think, whether you think I don't agree, Teresa, you know, whether you think I've never thought about it and actually I've worked it out and this is a good idea or you're scared to bring on a team. I want to hear what you you have to think about it. So let me know. I would love to know. Also, while I'm at it, 
If you haven't given me a review on iTunes, I would be extremely grateful if you could. I don't know what's going on with the charts at the moment, but I keep, well, I don't know. I'm, I'm For some reason, I'm never quite where I need to be with the podcast. So getting reviews certainly helps me and I appreciate that greatly. Um, okay, next week I am back with an interview, which is a great one, actually. I think I really enjoy it. Until then, have an amazing week. Track your time. See how you can free up some. Bring on a cleaner, a cook, a a personal assistant at Nigeria. (laughs) But just see, just see. All right, guys, have an amazing week and I will see you soon. Thank you so much for listening to the Marketing That Converts podcast. And if you enjoyed this episode, then I would love it so very much if you were happy enough to head over to iTunes and give me a review. 